Welcome to the Community Health Cast, brought to you by Queen's Community Health Board. I'm your host, Deborah Radall, here with the lovely and talented Elizabeth Bailey. How's it going, Elizabeth? Well, just great. Now that I know I'm lovely and talented, how are you doing, Deb? Um, Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, beautiful weather in summer, you know, as the song goes, summertime, the living is easy. Um, And now our school year has ended. And the beautiful weather is right there on our doorsteps. But this year, due to COVID-19 restrictions, the virtual school year has ended early. And we have a very different summer ahead of all of us. And this COVID summer has the potential to be really challenging to parents. And, you know, we're hearing things like, what do we do with our kids this summer when there are so many restrictions because of the COVID issues and Many programs are canceled. Some will be offered online. I don't want my kids to be on their iPad indoors all summer. And it's really easy to imagine that many parents are wondering how to make 2020 summer work without too much more stress than everybody already has. And still others are taking the approach maybe that, hey, we have a weird opportunity where we have a chunk of time, a huge chunk of time that we may never have again. But what do we do with all that time, right? Whatever your mindset is, one way or the other, we're all in this together. And our guests today are sharing some options, ideas, opinions, and such to help us find ways to use that time, engage, encourage, and have fun with our families this summer. Now, one of our guests is Natalie McMaster, and Natalie lives in Milton with her two lovely kids, Keegan, who just finished his grade 10, and Nora, who just finished grade 7. She's volunteered in the schools, well, ever since Keegan was small, and in many different capacities. And for the last seven years, she has worked as a school engagement officer with Green Schools Nova Scotia. She has a background in science and a passion to head outside and play. And recently, she's begun her studies for her BED at Acadia. What are some things that we can look at? Um, Yeah, so there's tons. And, you know, I'll do inside and outside because inside, you know, we have those rainy days that you might not want to go out and play in the rain or those days that are just so hot um, (laughs) where you don't necessarily want to be outside either. And, you know, some of the things that I like to focus on is just our everyday activities, right? Like um, just the basic chores, like, you know, cooking supper together where it comes a time when you have music on and you're dancing and you're talking, you know, you're asking questions, you know, you might talk about your childhood with your kids, Um, you know, baking, having your children learn to bake, you know, math comes in there, um, you know, and then there's the added bonus of, you know, sampling the chocolate and taste testing (laughs) as you go, right? Like, let's taste the sugar all by itself. And, you know, um, doing those everyday chores is kind of fun, folding, folding clothes, hanging clothes on the line, like trying to teach and pass on to your kids that, you know, chores don't have to be a horrible thing. They can actually be a fun part of, of your day. So I want to come and bubble in your house when you're making those chocolates, though. That's yeah. sounding better and better. What do you think, Elizabeth? <laughs> Sounds pretty good, oh, doesn't it? Oh, no. I'll, I'll arm wrestle you for it. <laughs> and then, you know, there's the traditional stuff we do, you know, where you think of inside is, you know, your board games and your cards and your puzzles and your crafts and your arts. We've gotten a bit more creative um, in how we play games here that we've actually had... Um, virtual game night with family 
where we've played actual like categories, which is a board game, but we played mm-hmm. it virtually. So I just Googled what board games can you play virtually <laughs> with families? <laughs> and that came up. So we've done that with like our nieces and nephews in Halifax and my sister-in-law here. Um, and uh, it was really, we had a lot of fun. Are there specific websites that you find yourself going back to time and again, or ones that you might be able to recommend? Um, my go-to a lot is Pinterest because there's people passionate about everything out there and they Mm -hmm. have boards which have links to everything. So I often will just do Pinterest or, you know, the other day I searched 25 things to do at home during COVID (laughs) and, you know, all these things come up. Yes. Like, and that's one thing we never have to say I don't have an idea what to do because it's just a search away that we can find those. So I don't necessarily rely on those things as much, but there are, you know, you know, David Suzuki foundation, like those types of organizations, the local um, coastal action and carp, um, which is the clean Annapolis river, you know, ones that are more nature based, you know, Mm -hmm. hike Nova Scotia. I follow those on social media. So I'll often see, you know, activities that they have offered or webinars that they have offered for youth. Yeah, it's, it's that time to finally, when we've always said, if I only had time, right? Yeah. Well, we have it now. We certainly do. And so now let's do it. And, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive things, stuff we have to use money for, but it's like, yeah. if I only had time to whatever, learn a language, whether it's like, you know, you learn one day, one word a day with your, your kids, Right. Yes. And, and just, Duolingo. Duolingo is great for that. Yeah. Yeah. Great little so, app. And yeah. so much, much, so many things are free right now, which is, which is great. Um, so, you know, that's a good thing. Like what is something you always wanted to do, but never had time for, or what's something you want to learn about and you never had time for what's somewhere in Nova Scotia you've wanted yeah. to go, you've never had time for, you know, there's this, uh, some certain key things about going outside. One is when your kids are young, to go outside with them and be connected with them. The benefits of this for your mental health is huge. The benefits of this for your relationship with your children is huge. But just as simple as going outside, leaving the phone, trying not to think about whatever you, you are thinking you need to think about and just be out there. Like, you know, whether it's take a few minutes to have a few breaths whether it's, okay, I'm going to look at if notice three things visually. Now I'm going to notice three things with my ears. Connect with yourself. Connect with the environment. And, you know, all these things, too, also don't cost money, right? So the kids that like to collect things, you know, instead of going to the dollar store and buying something else, they're going to collect things in nature that don't cost that money. And right now, you know, budget's a big thing for most people. Yes. So, you know, being able to go outside and nature is, is free. You might leave it up to your kid to be like the teacher or the boss outside and yeah. for you to take your cues from them. What are they doing? What games do you play on the playground that you can teach us to play? Yeah. And, and, you know, you reach out to people for ideas. Like we have that kids of Liverpool Facebook page, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, that's the, the place to share ideas. Like, you know, to say, I played this today. Like, and you can start getting conversations going. Another idea, too, is um, geocaching, which is a fun thing to do when you're out. So geocaching is basically an app 
that you can download on your phone. And there's a paid version and unpaid version. I've never done the paid version. Um, and basically, there are little treasures hidden all over the world. And they're all entered on this app. And some of them are as small as my finger, my baby finger. Some of them are big chests. And with that, you go and find them. And that was my big go-to when my kids were young. I could get them to walk that little bit of further distance. And the whole rails to trails uh, path is pretty well has one every 200 meters. We're really blessed in Queens County because we have so much, you know, nature. I would, you know, recommend anybody to walk up to the windmills, right? That's a really nice hike. You can go two ways up to the windmills. Get out and explore Queens County. There's so much that we can do here, like try to hit a lot of the beaches. Is there and, a list yeah. of is there a list of those kind of trails that you're aware of, Natalie? Or? Um, well, there is um, a few good apps, hiking apps. Um, was it, I think all trails and that has a lot of the hiking trails. Well, we're all in this together. As I said, in the intro, we're all in this together. And I want to thank you for your time coming in and uh, giving us all of these great information that even if someone takes one or two things away from this, Natalie, I think it's going to really help them out in their summer. So thank you very much for being with us today. It's, yeah. it's really a pleasure to talk to you. So Nora Mamiro lives in Liverpool and works for the Region of Queens as the physical activity coordinator. His job is to encourage us residents of Queens County to lead healthier lifestyles. Now, Norm, you're an active and busy guy, and I'm really glad that you could be here to talk to us today. How has COVID-19 affected your work? Quite drastically. We pivoted, right? <laughs> and like a lot of other departments, initially, we started, we gravitated towards online resources. And, you know, that has been really, really interesting. Um, through Queen's Place, uh, our fitness staff over there have been doing online classes. And I've sort of backfilled activities around uh, broader recreational pursuits, uh, everything from mindfulness to meditation to um, movement with uh, Elise Johnson Agar. We've run some painting classes, and we're continuing to do those. I was curious, um, are they available to be watched if you weren't able to be at? So can I, because I missed them, I want to do the painting yeah. one. Can yeah. I replay uh, it on the site? Uh, but the beauty <laughs> of those programs is, yes, you can go back and revisit them anytime. With the fitness classes that are being offered, you physically have to be there at that time. That's great. And they are free, which is super for all of us because budgets can be thin. Now, um, if we look at summer specifically, which is our topic of how do we keep families and people engaged, what facilities are even open? Things might be closed, such as physical facilities like pools, Queen's Place. What I've been telling people is the outdoors is very much open. Uh, you can visit all trails, to my knowledge. I would note that as of June 1st, the Trestle Trail Bridge is going to be closed. It won't be reopened until sometime in the fall. But um, you can walk the Trestle. You go on Pine Grove Park. Parks are open. Playgrounds are not. Trails are open. Trails everywhere, both ones run by the region and not uh, our skateboard park and our bike park 
are both still open. Again, um, have to be cautious there. Anybody using the, the skateboard park particularly to observe social distancing. What are maybe some of the walking trails or hikes that you can recommend that may not be that well known in Queens County? Uh, I would for sure go uh, up down to St. Catharines River Road and walk one of the two trails into the Kedgy Seaside Adjunct. They're, they're law. You know, the one's, I think, 5.1.8.7, but you'll get rewarded with some of the most beautiful ocean vistas that you've ever seen. Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't have to be trails, Deborah. I mean, anybody, head on out to uh, Mill Village. Start at uh, free, what we used to call Freeman's General Store. What's it called now? Can't remember. But anyways, walk along the river, uh, past the Debbie School. Uh, it, it's just absolutely beautiful. That would be the riverbank. The riverbank. River yes. Uh, I would suggest you take this summer, because we don't know what's going to happen, organized-wise, take this summer uh, to bounce forward instead of bounce back. And take this as an opportunity to discover, to role model physical activity, especially outside for your children to discover new places, head on up to Caledonia, go all the way past the school, turn left on the West Caledonia Road, head all the way down to a place called Lowe's Landing. Might be Lowe's Landing, I can't remember. It's basically the top of Lake Rosignol. And if you've met, it's maybe, and you can do some walking around there, but it is, it's the largest inland lake in Nova Scotia. And it's, it's absolutely spectacular. So, you know, head on up uh, Medway River Road, head down to Port Medway, walk around the lighthouse, walk at Port Medway Lighthouse Park, head on out to Somerville. I know Carter's Beach is a little bit, you know, iffy, but head on in, inside. Remember the old scout camp property in Greenfield? Still, yes. makes a, still makes a beautiful walk. Start from Stu's General Store, walk up there. You can sit by the, Mers by the Medway River. That's my suggestion to people. Don't take this summer as, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Take this as, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Well, thank you very much, Norm. It's been great having you here. Lots of great information about what's going on in the region. And Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity, Deborah and Elizabeth. On the next Community Health Cast, we will be talking about managing stress and mental health during COVID-19 and beyond. The COVID-19 pandemic has had a huge impact on all of our lives, our sense of security and well-being, reduced social contact, stress levels, and even mental health. Tune in next Monday and join the conversation.